Hello, How I Work listener. I have some news. I wrote another book and I'm pretty excited about it. It's called The Health Habit and it's coming out on January 9, but you can pre-order it now wherever you buy books. In The Health Habit, I explore cutting edge research into what we should eat, how to get fit and how to sleep better. But the book is more than just health advice. Often the hardest part of being healthier is actually making new health habits stick. And the reason why you have trouble sticking to a new healthy habit is probably going to be different to why your partner or your best friend has trouble. So in the book, I help you assess what the biggest barrier getting in your way actually is. And from there, I help you design your own personalized and actionable plan to change your habits. So if you are feeling stuck, repeating the same habits and looking for practical solutions that will improve your health for good, then I promise you the health habit is your solution. My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavior change consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you get so much more out of the hours in your day. For the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing a few extracts from The Health Habit on How I Work. Today's extract is all about how to get a better night's sleep with the pre-sleep task dump. It's 10 p.m. and you're trying to get to sleep. But does your brain think it's the ideal time to remind you to stock up on dishwashing liquid, to correct the error that you made on the sales chart for the presentation you'll be delivering tomorrow, and to use up that broccoli for dinner tomorrow night because it's looking so miserable and limp in the back of the fridge? You bet it does. Or perhaps your brain thinks that 2am is the optimal time to be solving the world's problems. Mine definitely does. Sadly, I can also confidently say that the solutions I'm coming up with at 2am are not going to help with anything, except keeping me awake. According to the National Sleep Foundation in the United States, 40% of American adults have trouble falling asleep at least a few times every month. The most common reason why people have trouble drifting off is because they're worrying about or ruminating on something. Historically, a lot of psychological research into the difficulties people have falling asleep has focused on the impact of ruminating on past events. Events that, ironically, we have no control over because they have already happened. However, researchers have also found that people have the greatest trouble falling asleep at the beginning of the work week because they're worrying about what lies ahead. So perhaps it's the future keeping us up and less so our past. Associate Professor Michael K. Scullin from Baylor University was curious as to whether thinking about the future deliberately before bed could help people get to sleep more easily. So he invited a group of 57 people into a sleep lab to find out. Before it was time for lights out, half the group were asked to spend five minutes writing a to-do list of tasks they needed to complete in the next few days, what is known as a future-focused list. And here's the instructions that they were given. We'd like for you to spend the next five minutes writing down everything you have to remember to do tomorrow and over the next few days. 
You can write these in paragraph form or in bullet points. Use all five minutes to think and write about tasks you have to complete tomorrow and in the near future, even if few are coming to you. The other half of the group were given similar instructions, except they were asked to think about activities that had been completed that day and during the previous few days. A small but important difference. You see, a problem with past research that has examined strategies to help people fall asleep faster is that it has relied on self-reporting, whereby participants estimate how long it took them to fall asleep. And you can probably imagine that this data is full of errors. How on earth can you know exactly when you fell asleep? It's like trying to pinpoint the exact time you were rendered unconscious by a magical spell cast by a wizard in training from Hogwarts. Instead of self-reporting, Scullin hooked people up to a sleep monitor in the lab to obtain an overnight polysomnography recording, so researchers had an accurate read on how long it actually took people to fall asleep. Scullin found that people who wrote their to-do list, as opposed to a to-done list, focusing on the past, fell asleep significantly faster. And in addition, those who included more specific details in their to-do list fell asleep more quickly. The reason the intervention was so effective is that our minds are filled with countless thoughts that, if left unchecked, can spiral out of control and wreak havoc on a good night's sleep. It's akin to unleashing a pack of excitable Jack Russell puppies at the dog park, each with liver treats dangling from their tails. The result? A frenzy of adorable chaos although in the case of your thoughts, not so adorable. When I spoke to Scullin about his research, he explained to me, there are so many people who tell me that they can feel really sleepy during the day, but the moment their head hits the pillow when they want to go to sleep, that's when they feel more alert than ever. One of the key reasons this happens is because after finally switching off the lights, for many of us, it's the only time that we are without distractions, especially those of the digital variety. And those distractions, yes, you smartphone, are highly effective at keeping all our worries, ruminative thoughts, and the unfinished list of things we still need to do at bay. When you remove all those distractions, guess what you're left with? A tsunami of stress. If you don't do anything to combat it, then your mind's just going to cycle through it, Scullin points out. And at first glance, it seems like our brain is doing something bad to us. If you have an unfinished task, it stays at this heightened level of arousal. But really, our brain is doing us a favor because it's like you did not finish this. We don't want you to forget it. So your very kind brain keeps you awake by continuing to remind you what you still need to sort out. As our brains have evolved over hundreds and thousands of years, they unfortunately didn't anticipate the 21st century's demands where we could be working at any time of day. For a lot of us, we never truly switch off. I know while I was working on this book, even when I wasn't typing at my computer or conducting an interview or reading research papers, it was constantly in the back of my mind and would frequently pop into the front of my mind, almost always at opportune times, such as when I wanted to sleep. The trick to circumventing this problem is simple. Write it all down. Scullin says that when we write something down, we signal to our brains, it's okay, stop reminding me because it's been offloaded. And as an added benefit, when we write things down, 
we often move from rumination into solution mode. And the more specificity we can apply when writing down unfinished tasks or thoughts, the more at peace our brain will feel. And thus, the more likely it is we will fall peacefully and easily to sleep with not a single Jack Russell puppy in sight. Put this into action. Step one, 30 minutes to one hour before bed, grab a pen and paper. Please don't grab your phone as it's too tempting to open up digital distractions that will suppress what's on your mind, thereby defeating the purpose of this strategy. Step two, write down all the things you didn't finish today and the tasks you need to complete tomorrow or in the next few days. And remember, the more specific, the better. For example, instead of noting down create presentation for meeting, you could instead write one, collate data from report X, Y, and Z, two, present the data in graphs or charts, three, insert the graphs charts into a PowerPoint presentation, four, write commentary on the data. Step three, if some of your unfinished tasks involve thinking about solutions, feel free to write those down too. Step four, while Scullin's experiment asks people to spend five minutes on this task, don't worry too much about how long it takes you. If you're done within two minutes, great. And if it takes you 20 minutes, that's fine too. Step five, repeat nightly. If you found today's episode useful, then I guarantee you will love my new book, The Health Habit. Search for The Health Habit wherever you get your books and pre-order your copy today. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imber. How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Imber who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise.